0: That's right. Like the dark things that exist in us that that we have that we are scared to confront, yeah. but that if we can get past them, have pay huge dividends in getting free from these things.
1: Renegade Atlas, charting God's plan for your life. Hello, this is Dr. Chad Hawk with Renegade Atlas. I'm with Matt Dowd, and we have a special guest in our studio <laughs> today. Pretty Cool, Matt, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty excited.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you want to tell us who's here?
0: Miss Stephanie Hutchison. She's somebody that I've known for a little while personally. Um, she's my banker. She's your banker, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she's a couple more things than that, yeah. Yeah,
1: so you're saying you make um deposits of kindness and love and mm-hmm. affection in her life, exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's a shepherdess, yeah. never withdraws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. filling yep. your love tank, right? Yep, so. Uh, We've got a a different topic today, and it's an area that we've kind of talked around, we haven't dug directly into. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What is that topic?
0: (laughs) Well, we want to dive into this area of like, essentially, our inner, this sounds dark, but the inner heart of darkness. That's right. Like the dark things that exist in us that that we have, that we are scared to confront, but that if we can get past them... Have pay huge dividends in getting free from these things.
1: Have you ever seen the movie Heart of Darkness?
0: <laughs> Kinda, yeah. It's I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. So let me set the stage. If people don't know, um, it's about these lions in Africa. They're trying to the British are trying to build That's a railroad. Deep. Oh no no. That's no. the ghost. Those ghosts in the darkness. Yeah yeah. Heart of Darkness is a different movie. I'm thinking
0: like Army of Darkness, isn't that also we're,
1: like we're, what is this? We sound know. like a Metallica song. We need darkness am, imprisoning we need
0: IMDb. me. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know? Enter Sandman. Yeah, we need to. Well, let's go into the darkness for yeah. a moment. Yeah. Um, when we talk about darkness, we're talking about those things in our heart, those things in our life, in our soul, spirit, wherever they're existing, mm-hmm. that have not been brought into the light. Often we're associated with shame mm-hmm. or fear, uncertainty, right?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, for sure.
1: So um, why are we talking about this?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It came. <laughs> that's a great question. Mm-hmm. The, this. Uh, well, thanks, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you know, as we dig through like the things, with fear, I guess, is something we were talking about. Expectations, um, knowing our identity. I think all these topics that we've been talking about, um, they all are ways that we. There's ways that we exhibit and experience. You know what's really going on deep down inside of us. Mm -hmm. You know, and like some of the negative behaviors that we have or patterns, habits, just ways of thinking, beliefs that are not helping us, that are not redemptive to us, that are not making our lives better, that are making our relationships, you know, struggle, whatever, all those things. We just really have come to understand and believe that that all stems out of whatever is true at the very core of us. So those things that are a little broken or a lot broken you know, they have a big impact, but we're not always aware of exactly what it is. We just know that we're afraid to look in there.
1: Yeah, we are. You know. So this brings up the interesting question. Why did you want Stephanie on the show today? <laughs>
0: well, you know, that that's a little bit just due to the timing of things, like she's here with me today. Um, but I do think she has a lot of good things to say about this topic. Um, she just has... Like I kind of, we both do, and a lot of us do, a personal story and journey um, that, you know, life was going a certain way. And then when she was able to s- just take the time to reflect, and this not I don't mean like a few hours. I mean, this, it took over a course of weeks, months. I'll let her tell it. But um, she had the courage to face herself. And allow God in to her heart, you know, to do some work and to expose some things. And she came out the other side of that a totally changed person. So,
1: So Stephanie, why don't you give us a little background on who you are?
2: Yeah. Um, so, where to start about who I am? Um, I was born in Nebraska. <laughs> born in Nebraska, no. Uh, I... So just getting down to like family and everything. I grew up with my mom, my dad, my brother. Pretty close knit family. Did a lot of stuff together. Um, Grew up just loving school, loving people in general. Love being around people. Um, Kind of just was on this path of just doing everything I could for everyone around me. And that's kind of innate to who I am. And um, grew up in Kansas City. Thought I wanted to go to a big school when I got out of high school, Uh, moved away to Nebraska. uh, Quickly found out that I wanted to be back in Kansas City. So I came back to Kansas City. (laughs) Yep. Um, And really just went to Rock, ended up going to Rockhurst for college and loved Rockhurst, loved the mentality there of the Jesuits and just um, showing the love of God through service to others. And that's really where um, I grew up Catholic, and that's really where things started making sense to me, I would say in my faith journey, because a lot of things growing up Catholic didn't make sense to me. Um, And that's where a lot of things kind of fell into place that like we show the love of God and we show um, Christ through our actions and our service to others. And so I think that was pretty formative to me and to who I am. Um, Then from there, um, I felt like I was very close to my family. And I think after college, it was kind of that rebellious stage where you just kind of want to break out of the cycle that you're in. Never, I've
0: never felt like that before. Yeah, no. Yeah. None of us have. <laughs> yeah. <but> yeah.
2: <laughs> I'll say that's the probably the only time in my life when I felt that way. Um, but right. moved away to Arizona and lived in Arizona for around six years. Kind of had some periods of highs and lows out there, but learned a lot about myself. Mm. And um, when I was in Arizona, became a mom and had my son... Um, there and just kind of knew from that moment that I would need to be close to my mom, and so made the decision to move back to Kansas City this whole time, Arizona and back. I've been employed by the same employer who's been really take, taking great care of me um, and allowed me just opportunities and to grow and develop in my leadership. And so that was something again I'm passionate about is just leadership and really. Um, working to build really strong and um, successful teams of people that everyone can feel they're part of. And so kind of carried that on from the time I was young to like what I do now professionally is just lead a team, and that's always been a passion of mine. So um, that's kind of in a nutshell, (laughs) my background.
1: So what was Matt alluding to?
2: Yeah. (laughs) What were you alluding to, Matt? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) So there's been a couple of times I think that – facing inner, not necessarily darkness, because I don't like to think it's all darkness, but just inner experiences and things that we mask. Like I can say, because I am um, in a, in a hardcore she- shepherd, like I'm always taking care of people around me, I like to um, really mask, possibly, the things that are, not possibly, I know I do now, um, the things that are really going on. And Sometimes it can be good behavior. Sometimes it can be bad behaviors as a result of things that we so hold on So you mean in your own it. life? Correct. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. In so you're probably life. willing to call others out on it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but <laughs> you're not willing to address <laughs> it on <laughs> your no, own. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Huh.
0: I but did, it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I, just, I didn't mean to imply that it was like all darkness or something. Yeah. There's just I, these I, areas I of yeah. our lives, you know, yeah. that we kind of hide or that we don't want to face. Yeah. But right.
2: I can say a couple of things. So I would say my journey back to faith and growing stronger in my faith Came from a point where um, I was at this like crux, and I knew that like life was not going the way that I wanted. I was had a series of just broken relationships and relationships in which they weren't life giving, and they weren't Mm. um, they weren't type where you even you know it was a lot of anxiety and just confrontation and things that weren't innate to my nature. And so um, I really, with the invitation of my son, which I think is fantastic because God speaks to us in so many ways, and my son actually invited me to come back to faith, I would say.
1: And how old is he at this point?
2: Uh, three, almost four.
1: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. out of the mouth of babes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
2: Um, and it was so funny because he invited me. And then when we got there on our little takeaway, our pastor wanted us to write a story of invitation. And so it was like just free flowing from me, you know, all of this is just a totally God speaking to me through, um, my child
0: who invited you to church today my My three-year-old that's literally what
2: I put down and they called me they're like can you explain more about this we want (laughs) to know what's going on but so that was just a um, period where I would you know go to church I would just let I would be that one person in church that was there by themselves most of the time sometimes my parents went with me but a lot of times in tears just knowing that like the Holy Spirit was working through me and not wanting to do what I had done for so many years and turn away and pretend like everything was fine and make it work. I think that's one thing was a key to my life is making things work. Um, And really just wanted to understand and have some transformation. I think
1: what you just said really hits at the heart of a lot of women. Mm -hmm. Women want the security of knowing things are going to happen the way that they should they're happen to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. yeah. Whereas guys, they want that. I, I think a number of them do, but they're willing to sacrifice that in some way.
0: Mm-hmm. The security and, for a yeah, little bit of opportunity or something. Yeah.
1: Or even Risk, play it injury. out in some other areas, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Um although that's a uh, perhaps a stereotype, I think a large part it's true. Mm-hmm. And I think that men of our culture today really need to get more secure, and I think women can also find security without depending on another person, hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're learning right here. Absolutely. This is your story. Yeah. Because God, yeah. during this whole time, is drawing him closer, drawing himself closer and closer to you, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're responding.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's really, like, the first thing that I had to face was, you know, throughout my career, relationships, and everything, I had always been a person of power like in control and so essentially that's kind of the first thing that I feel like was uprooted from me was that in my lack of faith like I that came through as like wanting to control all these situations Mm. and so I would say um, the turning point for me was you know hearing him say to me just let go let go of it all and I've got it and it was we talk about like how do you know when you hear the voice of God and it changes you and that completely changed the course of my life, like. I got out of the relationship that I was in um, and I was, you know, although there was some friction there as there always is when things change, there wasn't this sense of um, I was letting anyone down or I was, um, you know, really upset or like hurt emotionally because it was just, you know, at that point it was, I was safe and secure in the direction that I was going. And that was probably the first time I could say that in Hmm. my life. Was that I really just made that decision and was like I was safe and secure in it. And um, for once, it was just like letting go of the control that I had held on to for so long really um, was the most life-giving thing I could have done.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's all. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap this episode up here and we'll continue it in the next one. Um, thank you, Stephanie, for sharing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Matt, don't talk so much next time. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> try to keep that under wraps. <laughs> but,
1: but I think where we're really at now is this place where each of us have gone through, or whether we're willing to admit it or not, we've all been at this place of brokenness. When we're confronting um, our lack of obedience or mm-hmm. the obedience that God is truly calling us to, which is loving service of him.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, being concerned gonna... with what he thinks and not what everybody else thinks. Right. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: We don't have to have all the
0: answers. And I just wanted to, like, the thing that popped in my head while you were finishing your story there was, um, was just that how you were able to find security, the security you were looking for, mm. in something higher than where you, you had been looking for it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like, you were talking about the men and women thing, and it just struck me that in Christ, in God, Everybody can find the thing that they're looking for. So, like, if we're generalizing about men and women, like, women can find the security that they want, you know, that they really want, and men can find that risk and adventure that we tend to want, you know. It's all in Christ. It's, yeah. uh, it's like we look for it in all these other places, and it's always unfulfilling, ultimately, you know, until we look to the right source. Anyway, that's, that's just the thought.
1: Absolutely true. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't miss our next episode where we continue this discussion. And everybody, uh, please share this with as many people as you can, Renegade Atlas. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get a hold of Matt.
0: Yeah, Matt at renegadeatlas.com
1: And Chad at therenegadeatlas.com.